0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Open Slate. Um, Yeah, for the first time in a while, I've posted like two back-to-back guest episodes, but I have a very special guest. Uh, Today's guest is probably my favorite content creator on Instagram, Sharan Supramaniam. What's up, my guy?
1: Hello, Adil. Pleasure to be on the podcast.
0: It's great to have you, bro.
1: Yeah, man. Like, uh, even when you started putting this out, Mm -hmm. I was like, one day I want to be here because... No one ever
0: calls me for podcasts. <laughs> Bro, no one does podcasts. That's the thing. Like, I mean, people are doing podcasts now, but it's still not like that famous. Mm. I don't know what the issue is because a lot of people are like, you know, lazy to uh, watch things like they want to multitask. A so podcast is like the perfect thing to, you know, listen to while you're doing things. But um, and I don't know what it is like. A lot of people have a certain type of taste when it comes to podcasts. Right. That's why I love Stand-up comedians doing podcasts because you know they're the same here and there. Yeah,
1: and also I feel like a, a podcast is like a subconscious feeder. Like you're doing something, but subco- subconsciously you're absorbing. Right? You're not like consciously listening to a podcast. Like when you're going on the roads, like I sometimes have a podcast on. I do it before sleeping, and I don't really listen, listen before sleeping. It's just like a way it's to playing in the background. Exactly. Just, yeah,
0: just to fill up that empty space or whatever. Right. Yeah,
1: man. <laughs> Better than music sometimes. You no, know? little subconsciously.
0: Yeah, for sure. I for some reason switched up from po- from music to podcast and uh, let's get into this um, 2020 was tragic. Probably the most tragic years of all our lives because, you know, we're still young. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's there. <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty tragic. Like there's nothing else that can compare to us. Maybe like some people like myself, the years we were born, that was probably tragic. <laughs> but, um, you know, 2020 was tragic. We couldn't do anything. But I feel... You were one of those people who killed it in 2020 and like I've seen you, I've been watching your stuff for a while and uh, I remember the first time we spoke, someone like, you know, this guy has a YouTube channel. I'm like, uh, how's your content? Like, what do you do? He's like, I do stuff. You may find it funny, you may not, uh, but you know, check it out. Then I checked it out and I remember binge watching all your stuff on YouTube and you don't post much on YouTube, right?
1: Yeah, actually it's been like about 9-10 months. I last posted in April and... uh... I mean, there's no specific reason. It's not like this is the last video I'm going to post on YouTube. It's just one of those things where you just put aside for a while because something else is working out at the moment, no?
0: Yeah. And let's get into that, you know, switch up from YouTube to Instagram in a bit. But how's 2020 been? Like, I cut you off. I asked the question and I answered, <laughs> you know, part of it. But um, what was 2020 like for you as a content creator?
1: As a content creator, it was... The best year I've had, actually, mm-hmm. because it's probably the uh, the first time I've got recognized mm-hmm. on a large scale. You know, like one of my videos, first time it hit ten thousand views. I'm like, this is the dream. <laughs> and then that same video went out to hit like hundred thousand. So that's like the first time yeah. it happened.
0: You know, the funny thing about that video. So um, I I don't know if I told you this. So a cousin of mine, uh, he stays in Sharjah, Dubai, somewhere, and. I was, um, after like a few days, after you put it out and that started going viral, this guy randomly, he shares it and I'm like, hey, that's Sharon, what the hell? <laughs> it, it was something, um, I, f- I don't know the thumbnail, like I forgot what the thumbnail was, but I don't know what it was. And then I'm like, it said uh, Sharan Subramaniam. I'm like, oh shit, this guy has gone viral. I open it and it's like at 100K. So what, was, uh, so what was the whole thing like for you? Like from start, you know, the start of the lockdown until, you know, New Year's, just say. For like an entire year.
1: So that week was a dream week, August, uh, I think August 9th or something, I posted. It was just a dream week, man. I'm like waking up every morning, I'm gaining 100 followers. I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I started off the year with like 850 followers, and then I don't know, I never had a conscious thing. A lot of people have this thing where they want to grow their page, grow their page, they look at the algorithms, Mm -hmm. they look at the technicalities, but I never really had that inclination. I just used to put out stuff and, like, you know, let's see if it grows great. So, you asked me about lockdown, right? Yeah. So, in March, I started posting... I, I always used to post, like, short videos on Insta, but never took it seriously. I always thought YouTube was the big stage, right? Yeah. So, then I posted these one minute videos. A couple of them did well. I did this, like, WhatsApp news concept and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And people liked that. So, April, May, I posted that. And that time, I was getting, like, a few followers. It's like, okay, fine. Some, something different. And also, everybody was at home. And everybody had free time. So, everyone was... Like practically on Insta the entire day. So you could post it like 11 in the night and get a ton of views. A lot of people...
0: Of oh, views before morning.
1: Exactly, yeah. You could like post anytime and you'd get views. And I don't know, I was having fun. There was nothing to do. I, I realized I might as well, you know, because like if I wanted to shoot yeah. for YouTube, I'd like need a couple of other people, it's like a small team. We do it together. Mm-hmm. So I knew that wasn't happening. So might as well make the best of it, right?
0: Shit. So I think I found my answer for the next question I was going to ask, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sure. Then in June, uh, June was chill. I didn't post for a while. I got a little bored. I didn't know what to post after a point. And I had this aversion towards IGTV, okay? Because like, I posted once in IGTV and it didn't get any sort of growth. No one watched it because IGTV. It it doesn't get pushed by Insta. Like, nothing like that happened. But I think some update came where uh, you can, when you post an IGTV video, it comes on the profile. That wasn't yeah. too earlier. You had to click oh, on yeah, an IGTV yeah. space mm. and go there and that, that's useless. So only
0: the people who stalked your account would see that.
1: Exactly. It was like not even pushed yeah. properly. So I, I thought that's hopeless. So then in uh, July, I made one video which exceeded mm. one minute. It was one minute, five seconds. Okay. And I couldn't cut the video. I wanted to cut the video. I'm like, ah, but like, I didn't want to cut any parts, but I wanted it to be within a minute because I didn't want to post an IGTV.
0: All those tiny breaks you were tried cutting, but then it still doesn't cut. As yeah.
1: much as possible. I cut like the, everything. I, like, it's like the most crisp, as crisp as it could get. But it is, if, fine, screw it. If I want to post it, I'll just post it. So I posted it as an IGTV and then that got, uh, that time, 2000 views, which was a lot because like, I used to get like yeah. 500, 600 so, I'm like, damn, IGTV, probably not that bad, no? And got a lot of story reshares. There's something relatable about boards and all that stuff. In, like, July. Yeah. Then I posted another, then another, then another. Then throughout July, August, and September, I used to post, like, once in two days. Which is the most consistent I've been in my life with anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I got into this flow. Mm-hmm. So, I think that flow is what, like, got me, into you know,
0: like, yeah to grow. And I had a question. So, you know, um, when you're creating stuff with so much consistently, like consistency. My bad. <laughs> um, like I had this thing with my podcast where I'm like, I had to put out one episode every week, and I was like working towards, you know, having guests on. But then uh, I had a few guests, and then after that, I just stopped posting because uh, I had a certain incident where. The audio was like, it got screwed with one of the guest episodes, like the tracks that they sent me. And then it took way, you know, way too much time to edit. Like it took thrice the amount of time to edit. And even after I uploaded it, a few people heard it, then I had to take it down and then fix the audio again, all that. So did this stress ever get to you, you know, while uh, uploading? Like you are obviously after you shoot the video, you have to edit it and, you know, add whatever, like the text, the music, everything. Has this stress ever gotten to you to the point where you're like, I need to take a break from this. That's
1: so relatable. Like, you know, the the most annoying thing, even more than not getting ideas, is you have shot the entire video. It's super funny in your head. While editing, mm-hmm. the editor just screws with you, man. It's like some glitch, something yeah. or the other, it cuts and it doesn't listen. Like there are instances where I've edited like an entire video. And when I save mm-hmm. it, for some reason, it just screwed. Like the audio is off or like the edits are off. It's mismatched. It's super frustrating. So, yeah, I mean, uh, but honestly though, I've not felt like giving up in the sense like taking a break, but like taking a break is perfectly healthy because sometimes if you keep putting out stuff consistently after a point, there is that, uh, you know, what do they call tipping point or yeah, you reach that point of like, okay, let's take it slow from here. Let's Mm -hmm. do it only when we get ideas, you know?
0: Yeah. So either that happens or uh, it's like, you the quality of your content just you know drops if you because you're just looking for consistency because a lot of people have this issue where when they stop being consistent uh they just stop doing the whole thing like as a whole they just drop it but uh it's either them they reach their tipping point and later they realize how much it's taken a toll on them like mentally or uh they just they're desperate to put out you know, to uh, videos or put out content with a particular schedule or be consistent Mm. and then the quality just dips and then, you know, they're just putting it out for the sake of putting it out. Have you ever reached that point or have you, because your content's always relatable, right? So what's your scene been with consistency?
1: So the number one thing I've done is I've never had an official schedule. Like I never tell people I'm going to post every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I never do that. Because I know myself, the second I do that, I'll not post every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. It won't happen. It's not a commitment issue or anything. It's just one of those (laughs) things where, if you're just free-flowing, you tend Mm -hmm. to be more creative. No, like, like at the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, I want to post every two days, but I'm not going to say it. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's like you're watching a match, your team's winning, you're not going to say it till it happens. (laughs)
0: It's one of those things. That just reminds me of all, you know, (laughs) the things that happened with rcb this season and everything oh, that you were covering like i'm not into cricket that much but uh, because of everything mm-hmm. that you used to put up uh, on your stories talking about rcb i'm like oh shit it's <laughs> not again <laughs> and um what i was going to ask you again was um yeah so how did you get into you know content creation and how did what was like the reason you started you know putting out stuff on youtube
1: so I started in ninth, okay, and yeah. I don't know why I started. That Indian guy. What is it called? Yeah, that, it was called that guy. My YouTube channel, which is now called Sharan uh-huh. Subramaniam, was called that guy. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, it was not called that guy. It's called that hashtag guy. There was a hashtag in the middle of. Two like words. a hashtag or
0: like H-A-S-H, like that. <laughs> no, no. It was a hashtag. At least uh-huh. Symbol okay. was there. Yeah, like yeah.
1: symbol. So mm-hmm. then uh, I put out like a few videos there which I found funny about. the skits and all that yeah yeah I started with the skits I was in actually I was inspired by this uh, American YouTuber Ryan Higa I don't know if uh-huh. you heard of him yeah, Ryan yeah, Higa yeah yeah Niga yeah Higa. so I used to find him hilarious so I think back at that stage he was also in his prime so I was inspired by his stuff like he used to do a lot of puns and wordplay and skits and mm-hmm. I love doing skits too so
0: yeah
1: I started this channel and uh, with no aim I just want to entertain people and then yeah. like classmates used to watch and uh, now if, in retrospect it's very cringy but it, it was pretty. Really, it was just a creative thing
0: bro back then i'll tell you what um i feel like for that time you know how humor changes over time mm-hmm. right and um like not uh your content like in particular but even people's sense of humor kind of you know dropped with you know all these woke kids coming on the internet and all but you didn't make those inappropriate jokes but uh for the type of things that we found funny uh back then when we were in like 9th 10th and all that i feel like that time your content was fitting just like how your content now that you put out is very appropriate for you know students because everything is so relatable right so um in terms of that i feel like if you look back, now you'll be like, okay, that's cringy. But back then, I never found it cringy. Because some people just try too hard in front of a camera, right? Yeah, that's true. I don't think you were like that. And you had a ton of friends who were like with you on the thing. I feel like, I think I knew some of them also. And I felt like that's exactly how they were, uh, you know, in person as well.
1: I think, yeah, it has a lot to do with being real, no? So, I think if you're real, yeah, you, you can be uh, relatable to any uh, category of people if you are truly honest in what you do, if you put a show only for the camera, then it's like more of... People don't really connect with your comedy. They actually connect with you in the real sense. Even for your podcast, they probably won't remember what you discuss with people, but they'll remember the way you behave, the way you pull yourself up, right? So I think it's key to stay true that way. So even when it comes to content on Instagram or now Reels, so like even the audience's taste is developing, so we have to obviously go with that, right? So I mean... Uh, mm-hmm. earlier people would like sit and watch a 10 minute YouTube video because they had time to then yeah. people started watching couple of minute videos mm-hmm. then one minute videos are funny now people can laugh in 15 seconds TikTok. and no one TikTok did you have a TikTok? no no I never had a TikTok oh, because okay. uh, I never thought <laughs> it was important to <laughs> have fun <laughs> <laughs> I think I once made an account and I, I put a story on my uh, Instagram saying guys I've joined TikTok just, just like that just, guys I've joined TikTok would you want to see my stuff on TikTok and I got like hit like, why would you join this app? <laughs> Please stick to Instagram, YouTube and all that stuff. <laughs> okay, fine. Sorry. <laughs> but now the same people probably watch if I do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, they'll they watch, bro. Because um, now you made a name for yourself with that type of content. You know, like you have the ability to uh, make people laugh and, you know, put out good content within that short time period. So if you made a TikTok now and if TikTok wasn't banned in India, I think you'd grow like a lot more also, right? Oh, you think so? I think, bro, because for some reason, uh, I don't know what it is, but these uh short videos, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like TikTok has a very wide reach. I don't know why. Like, I feel now because of Instagram introducing this thing of Reels and all that. Mm. Before Reels, I feel I don't know. Uh, you'd know better. I feel like people who put out content like you, like you know, short, short segments and clips, it would have been harder to grow. Then you know, now because now you put out a lot of reels, right?
1: Yeah, now it's become a trend. So actually, I've become more of a slave to the trend at this stage. Yeah, I'm not a fan of reels to be very honest because I feel see, as if some if you make a video for three minutes, right? Yeah, and then uh, after like putting in the effort for a video for three minutes, like you know, you have to write a script for it. You have to act Mm -hmm. it out, you have to edit it, you have to acquire stock clips, record audio, get sound and all that. Mm -hmm. It's like almost an entire process of creating something. It's like a production, right? But Reels, on the other hand, is just thinking of something funny. I can get that idea right now while we're talking. And right after this thing, I'll just go, I'll take out my phone and then I'll just make one. It takes. I mean, I'm not saying it takes no effort. Because I don't want to like bring down people it who is do lesser,
0: it. lesser, comparatively, way lesser effort, right? Yeah, for
1: someone who's used to making such videos, reels is, is not very exciting. Like you might get used, uh-huh. but it's not very exciting to make. Because yeah. I feel a lot more satisfied after creating a two and a half, three minute tight video, you know, with tight jokes. And like, yeah. if it's like from start to finish, if you can keep your viewer hooked for three minutes, I think it's an achievement in this age, for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because people get so distracted so quickly. Like, they'll be watching something and suddenly one message or some notification will come. They'll forget about what they're watching. Mm. And then just click on that and then they just switch and then they forget they're watching this. Because some people, obviously, they'll be like, oh, I remember I was watching this and then that. But not everyone, right? And um, I want to ask you, have you considered uh, switching over back to YouTube?
1: That's a very good question. Because, like, it's like something I've always wanted to do. Because, you know, at the end of the day, YouTube is the scene. Like, yeah, it's a lot harder now with the saturation in YouTube. But yeah. like, you know, YouTube, dude, like, I'm a YouTuber. YouTube. No one says I'm an Instagrammer. <laughs> <That's weird. laughs>
0: I think the word is content creator now. Yeah, and I mean, content creator is a
1: great word. And yeah. even, even when I... I'm still now slowly beginning to understand, believe in myself. Like, okay, I am a content creator. That's why I put video creator in my bio. Earlier that all was a yeah. But yeah. like, I'm like, okay, fine. I am one now. Earlier I used to be like, I'm just putting it out for fun. Uh, like, when I get those messages, right? Some, a lot of people send messages like, really funny, made me laugh and all that. And like, uh, keep doing this. When you read like a few of those, you understand that there are actually people who look forward to what you're putting out.
0: Exactly. Like, until then, and you're just like, That's what pushes doing, you.
1: Yeah. It can either push you or, or like push you back. Like, oh, shit, this is too much pressure. It's yeah. the way you take it. So I think it's pushed yeah. me more. And probably you also as well, right?
0: Yeah, bro, definitely. Like, I, I had like this one certain person Um, recently sent me a text saying, uh, you know, I love your content. Even, even if I listen to your podcast late, I make sure to listen to everything because it like motivates me and stuff. And I'm like, shit, that's enough, you know, to keep me going for a year.
1: Exactly. You just need, you just need that. It's not like you won't do it without that. It's one of those things that boosts yeah. you like, damn, bro, there are actually people waiting.
0: Around. Taking their time out to uh, watch because we all know how precious time mm-hmm. is and how people are like, oh, I don't have the time for this and that and all. But they're actually sitting and watching your stuff. So that obviously means a lot to a content creator. Oh, for right? sure. Okay, so um, now you've been growing, you had a ton of stuff that's gone viral. Do you go out often?
1: Uh, I've just started stepping out now, low, like low-key, like within the area. So in Indranagar only. Like I meet a couple of close friends. Yeah,
0: and uh, have you been spotted or recognized by people?
1: <laughs> that's how. Yeah, I mean, so here's something funny, okay. I've not been recognized as such. I mean, I've mm-hmm. had uh, a lot of people's friends telling me, like, they're big fans of you and all that stuff. And, like, one couple of people have yeah. taken pictures and all. Like, I felt crazy when that happened. Like, oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, like, publicly, I, I don't know if I'm imagining things. Because, like, I have a big ego or something. But, like, a lot of people... I've observed this off late. People stare. They just stare yeah. for some time. I don't know if it has anything to do with this. But, like, a lot of people just stare for some time. And then yeah i don't know like they don't really, No one comes up or anything not just as yet maybe
0: so they'll just be staring at you look back at them and then they oh, look exactly. away exactly like they do that
1: yeah i've seen people do that but like i don't know like could be just a regular thing or maybe they are recognizing
0: right?
1: yeah i'd be flattered yeah, bro
0: but... i mean exactly but uh it's cool when someone recognizes you and uh the thing is a lot of people there's automatically like this stigma. I feel that's attached to content creators. They feel like everyone, cause some content creators, they, you know, act all nice on camera and then they're like damn cocky once they step outside. So a lot of people have that stigma attached that all content creators are like that. But me personally, I know you and you're the same in front of a camera and uh, you know, outside, like the same convos we're, we have on the podcast. We're going to have like, we've had outside the podcast as well. And like, I know you personally, so I know that's how it is. So I feel like a lot of people should, uh, you know, they should like come interact with you and then they find out it's the same thing. That's why I feel like I enjoy your content because if we're sitting together, you will make the same jokes that you make on camera, (laughs) right? Yeah. So anyone listening, if you see Sharon, (laughs) just go talk to me. He's like the same freaking guy.
1: Only thing is I'm a little awkward also when it comes to the actual thing. So it's not cockiness, guys. It's just awkwardness
0: awkwardness oh, yeah bro okay i have um, this question uh completely unrelated but do you think uh these woke kids right like on twitter and instagram like these 12 year olds 15 year olds you think they purposely act socially awkward to look cool i i think that's definitely the case like they they'll have the balls to do or say whatever but just to act like cool they'll be like <laughs> Uh, anxiety kicks in when i talk like some people seriously have that case of anxiety because they're not used to interacting with people but some people in front of their friends they'll be like "Ha ha ha," and all but uh, you know when they meet people who in a more formal setting they'll act full awkward and stuff like that
1: so like a couple of stuff Um, anxiety and introverts i'm an introvert these two words are overused and very wrongly used Mm -hmm. it's like if i say i'm an introvert which is Mm -hmm. evidently not true. I put out content. I may have been an introvert in the past, but I'm not an introvert now, right? Because obviously I put out content, I have to, you know, take Mm -hmm. the uh, flowers, or the thorns that come with it. So it's Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like if someone says I'm an introvert, I don't know, there's just uh, this uh, notion that introverts like ah, i'm an introvert I, I don't want to interact <laughs> yeah. with people and then one story will be that they'll be at freaking airlines or something like that and anxiety people keep using the it's you can't just loosely people use the, use the word, word
0: man like so badly or it's so overused that uh people with actual anxiety like it loses the meaning it loses actual meaning and the intensity of it like some people, they just get scared of something and they'll be like, oh, I had anxiety. But when someone actually has anxiety, that's, you know, for them, it's like a dig it. Exactly. For them to
1: understand, they have to see somebody who has an anxiety attack in front of them. Then they'll realize what it means, yeah. what it is. Right? And even like obsessive definitely. compulsive disorder, people keep saying, oh, my OCD doesn't suit with this. That's not OCD. OCD. My
0: OCD <laughs> screws with this because I have uh, two pens that are the ah, same color and the third pen is not the color. Exactly. No,
1: my OCD doesn't work for my OCD. Guys, that is not OCD. There's uh, a lot to say, but that's for another time. But obsessive compulsive disorder, read about it. It's definitely not something yeah. about color matching or just organization. Yeah. It's a part of it. Why not? For sure, it is a part of it. There are so many aspects to it. You can't use some words loosely, right?
0: Exactly. Like there's a wider, or there's a lot more to it than just uh, oddly satisfying things, or you know, matching, mix and matching, and all that shit. Like there's Mm. there's a very very thin line between, like people have made the line so thin between, uh, you know, satisfying things like in their mind and OCD that they. It often gets mixed up, and then you know they're it like OCD. Mixed, yeah. have OCD, like cleanliness, cleanliness. Yeah, yeah.
1: A lot of people use perfection with OCD interchangeably. Yeah, that's not the same thing.
0: That's not. A lot the of same.
1: people are perfectionists, so that's yeah. that's a different.
0: And thing. a lot of people suffer from OCD, but it's not the same thing. Okay, so, um, have you ever um, you know, taken shit or have you ever got hate for any particular type of content that you put out like uh because right now it's all political correctness like i i feel like you're one of those very non-controversial people so i don't even know if this question completely makes sense but uh so i'm going to make this question bigger have you ever got hate for the type of content that you put out not 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 like the content of your videos but the type like if you do a particular type of video do people be like, no, bro, it's not like that good. Like more than hate, it's like, you know, constructive criticism and all that. Do you have people constructively criticizing you or do all of them be like, yeah, bro, good job. I loved it.
1: Um, I think it's important to have a combination of both, right? Especially friends. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just talk about friends first. Then I'll talk about like other people who are not, uh, who I don't really know. So I have this one friend who is very open with his opinions. Like hmm. if he doesn't find a video funny, he'll be like, bro, this wasn't funny. Why did you post this? He will ask me, why did you post this? Not only this is not funny, (laughs) little it hurts that time, but I mean, it's like, it gives you more space, right? To think, It, it, it like opens your thing. It's like, okay, maybe I'm not the funniest guy in the world. It brings you down a little. It can be rude at times.
0: It brings you down, but it shows you also like you need something like that to, you know, help like to grow yourself.
1: Yeah, no, that's for sure. You need, you need somebody like that in your life. If you have... Only people around you who say, wow, your killer is amazing, I'm going to share this. You're not going to go yeah. very far because you, you need, you need that balancing factor, right?
0: Yeah. Not just motivation. You need someone to put you down and, you know, put you in your place sometimes put you in your place. for you to figure out what's, you know, best or what you need to do better or what you're doing too much, all that.
1: Exactly. You need that kind of outspoken person. I'm not that kind of guy for anyone. Like if I don't like mm-hmm. some, something, I, I generally don't, you know, watch it or I just, Stay away from it. I don't really go and tell somebody this is not good because that's just my way of dealing with stuff. So, But you need people who do that.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, but have you got hate for any type of video that you've done? I don't think so. Have you? Yeah, This might be
1: surprising. Yeah, I mean, actually, I've not really got hate actually because mm-hmm. I don't really do stuff which uh, I mean, nowadays you can get hate for anything yeah. <laughs> for that matter. Yeah. I mean, I've done a couple of videos on um, you know, you're in the news, something, mm-hmm. something. One or two people have been like, dude, why? I mean, nothing a really. That
0: of people. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like very few people just yeah. saying
1: stuff like, it's, this is not, disrespectful, or whatever, or something it, nothing like that, really. Ah, uh, yeah, something like that, uncle type messaging. Yeah, yeah. Nobody is saying stuff like, oh, you're not
0: fine. Yeah.
1: Thankfully, so far, no problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so far, so good. And also, have you ever considered doing stand-up? Like stand-up comedy?
1: Okay, fine. So, yes. I've considered doing stand-up. I wanted to become a stand-up comedian first, a while back, in 10th or something. And then, I watched some of these stand-up shows, and I realized, oh shit, these guys are too good. How will I ever get that funny? And then, uh, I met this uh, friend, I mean, that time he wasn't a friend, I met this guy at a fest. I'm, I'm Actually, I was very shy earlier. Now I'm a lot more outspoken, a lot more outgoing, ever since college. But, Earlier, yeah, so I met this guy at a fest and uh, I was doing improv that time. I like improv. It's really fun. Yeah. So I met this guy at a fest and he's a stand-up comedian. And uh, it's a guy called Sachin. Guys, Sachin, very funny guy. So I don't know, have you seen? I've collaborated with him a couple of times on Insta. You can check it out.
0: Oh, yeah, I'll check it out. I'll see.
1: For Sure. So I met him at this fest and I wanted to know from a stand-up comic or an aspiring stand-up comic how it is to do stand-up comedy in India. And the stuff he told me, rather than motivating me to do stand-up, pushed me away for, from it even more. <laughs> because he told me about how you have to get used to the fact that people won't laugh at your jokes most of the time.
0: Yeah.
1: It's all about trial and error, right? Which is obviously the right way to do it. That's the case for everything. In the beginning, you'll obviously yes. screw up and you'll get better, get better, keep practicing, get better. So, I, I uh, have written a few jokes, but I've never tried going for an open mic or performing them. I've, al- I've always been like, I'll do it later. And then COVID happened. I'm like, yes,
0: after, after COVID. COVID. It became like a <laughs> nice
1: excuse, actually. <laughs> oh. So I, I then I made these videos and these videos did well. So for the moment, I can say stand up.
0: Please. Yeah, later on. like But actually, it's on, it's it's on the cards for sure. Like all this is working out for you. So might as well, you know, go with it completely. And um, have you done any sponsorships or have you, you know, got close to doing sponsorships with, you know, people or something on Reels or anything on Instagram?
1: So I get these. Uh, some of, sometimes these long messages. You wake up to in the morning, saying that we love yeah. your work. Would you like to do this, do this, do that? Mm-hmm. But till now, I've actually said no to most of them because um, I didn't have that monetary at uh, monetary. Um, what do you say? Approach towards yeah. creating content, and also feel low key for me. Okay, not commenting about anybody else. For me, uh, adding that monetary thing to it adds a bit of pressure also so whatever endorsements i've done till now have been free or like for like free food or something like that nothing mm-hmm. like i have not earned money from this just as yet but uh, in the future definitely um, right now i'm like talking to a few people and it's something's working out right so because yeah obviously eventually i'll have to start doing it no i can't uh, mm-hmm. i'm i'm not saying i'm making a career out of this just as yet but yeah. let's just say it's a stepping stone towards getting more professional doing something yeah
0: yeah like not completely mainstream but you're you know on that path to doing something you know making this kind of mainstream kind of not mainstream you know what i'm saying like a part-time thing yeah you're working towards it where you can kind of start because bro i feel like you're one of those people who if you put out ads like this is a personal thing if you put ads on your video people will still watch it because they're still here to laugh one is because like a lot of people personally know you another thing is you've grown so much and the content you do is always like very relatable. Like I told earlier, it's very relatable, so people don't mind. Like if you if you're on YouTube and like this unskippable <laughs> ad, people just wait for that to go through, and you know that s- sort of stuff. So I feel you should definitely, uh you know, start working towards it. Like I feel I don't know it's just uh, not feedback. I don't know <laughs> what you call it, but I feel you really should start doing this because I feel you're really good at it, and you don't. Uh, Fake stuff like I, I was telling Jatin also, he does the same thing. He's like very close to monetizing his stuff on YouTube yeah. and all. And uh, I'm like, the thing is, he is the same on and off camera, and you're also the same thing. So you can do stuff, and you know, people like a lot of people think that okay, once someone starts monetizing their shit, a lot of people have this attitude where they're like, oh, why should I watch and why should they make money off of me watching their videos? You know, a lot of people have that attitude. Yeah. But if you're genuine and a lot of people know you, like, um, so you're not one of those people who, you know, went viral like overnight. You, you kept doing stuff and you, like, um, you started coming across a lot of people and you started making, like, uh, not contacts, but you know, you started, uh, your reach was people who you knew so you knew a lot of people and they reshared all your stuff right a lot of them
1: yeah it starts with like the gradual
0: thing exactly so uh, you started out with people sharing your stuff and then it started going like viral and all that so because that i feel like you know like a lot of people will know that you're not faking it because most of the people who share your stuff are people who Know you personally, right?
1: Oh yeah, that's an interesting fact. Actually, I I never thought of it that way. Yeah,
0: yeah. But so that's how people know that you're not faking it. So that's you know that's awesome. That's good for you.
1: Thanks, man. It's a very nice compliment. And uh, also, <laughs> one more thing is, I feel uh, personally, I don't do this. I don't ever ask anybody to share. Like, I mean, I ask on the video or on the co- comments, but I don't really uh, send my video to someone and say, "Please share this." or put it on your story because yeah, I find it weird.
0: them to share it. Yeah,
1: yeah. it puts people in the spot. You no, know? like sometimes. It's not like you don't like the content, but you just don't want to share something on your story because like you just don't want to. Yeah. So I feel like when someone says that, does that to me, if it's a friend, I definitely do it. Why not? But if it's like a medium person, like an acquaintance, someone I follow, someone who follows me, I I wouldn't want to do it for no reason.
0: How do you, how do you go about that? I, I don't know how to go about that.
1: I think I should tell you this in private because if I tell you now, it'll become a public thing and then people will know when I'm doing (laughs) it.
0: okay because uh, i'll see. tell you what happens uh, i started on this podcast okay and i sent it like uh you know um one particular segment that i put up on my instagram page to a friend like i sent it to all close friends i'm like uh, can you share it if you don't want to share it like can you like check it out at least drop a follow like all close friends who i talk to on a regular basis and one guy just saw the message he liked it and he left it off And then I'm like, you're sharing it or not? No, you tell properly. Then someone else is like, cool. Then I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, later I made a thing. I'm like, if you like it, you can share the content or you can listen to it. If not, it's cool also. I'll still talk to you. I won't like, you know, hold it against you or shit like that. But, um, okay. So, here's another question. You started YouTube, obviously, like before, like you grew on Instagram and all. Do you think that kind of had any... um. You know, did it play a role towards you growing on Instagram?
1: 100%, bro. Because, uh, YouTube is. You have more time, right? That's one thing which you have on YouTube. Yeah. People click a link and they watch a YouTube video only if they have time. Instagram is not like that. Instagram is you just. You're using Instagram, you see a video, you're watching it. If it's not funny, that's it. At the end of the video, you keep moving.
0: People commit time to Instagram. No one commits time to YouTube. Yeah, and exactly. So when you're
1: watching on YouTube, you set up your laptop and you watch or you're on your phone or you probably like okay i'm watching youtube for some time it's not like you're on youtube randomly
0: you keep watching videos i mean that also happens that happens but what are the chances that i'm watching some alien video and then sharan subraman exactly posts like (laughs) he pulls up suddenly on the side you know like recommended but when you go on instagram you scroll instagram is made for that yeah like you subscribe i mean you follow and then you keep scrolling and then you find like all different types of content, exactly. right? So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off. That's yeah. cool.
1: So, what I was getting to is on YouTube, you have time. So, mm-hmm. if, if someone clicks on the link, you have little more time yeah. to get them to like the video. So, on Instagram, if you have mm-hmm. 10 seconds to wa- make someone watch, on YouTube, I'd say you have 30 seconds. Still very tight, but you have 30 seconds. So, on YouTube, when I made videos, I made sketches. I follow a lot of Indian comedians, you know, Naveen Richard, Kenny Kanan, all those guys. I Naveen Richard's sketches, yeah. I used to watch all of that stuff and uh, all these mm-hmm. types of videos you know, i told you ryan higa then Jordan, yeah. indian all of these guys were pretty good and yeah. a lot of other youtubers which i mean i don't to mention mm-hmm. now so uh, with this uh, yeah so on youtube i used to make proper sketches i used to discuss disc- like write up deep script everything the whole process used to take a week from like you know yeah. coming up with the idea then writing it yeah. then shooting it different locations proper setup mic yeah. everything that is more recent. I'll, I'll talk about my YouTube in the last two years. okay? Because before that is a little yeah. cringe only. And nothing very specific. But like, I never say that yeah. uh, I regret that part of anything. Because that's what's got me here as well. So yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you asked me if YouTube has played a part in Insta- uh, on my growth in Instagram, right? So here's the thing. Yeah. On YouTube, we you have time. And it takes a lot of time to master comic timing. I'm not saying I mastered it by any way. But to get comic timing right, it takes a lot of videos. You, your first video will obviously yeah. be like 100 times unfunnier than your probably like 30th video or something. So I yeah. feel with YouTube and editing f- longer videos, longer videos, long videos. And then when I switch to Instagram, it's a shorter video format. Your editing has to be tighter, crisper. Jokes have to be like, you know, uh, tight, quicker, quicker exactly. Yeah. So that's played a lot of uh, that's played a big role. If I had just started off with Instagram, I would have probably taken more time to get that timing right. So editing yeah. plays a big role in a video. May- many people don't see that; they just think it's what the person says or uh, what the type, uh, whatever the script is. But editing actually yeah. the where you put your cuts and like, you know exactly where the sound stops if there's background. Right? There's like this perfect point where there has to be silence. Yeah. And a, and an expression. So all those things. They, I learned a lot of that by making YouTube videos. So when I ca- ca- came to Instagram, I was like, I already had that knowledge.
0: So it was like, you kind of prepped for Instagram without knowing. So exactly. once you start posting on Instagram, you're like, this is what I should do. And this is what I shouldn't do. Here's how I should express myself. Here come the pauses, this and that, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So like, as you uh, like as you do it more and more, it, it becomes second nature. So that doesn't mean you keep doing the same thing again. You have to grow with... Each video, right? So you have to... uh, It's not something you do consciously. It's not like, okay, this video, this many likes, this many dislikes, this many comments. How is it worse than the previous one or better? That's not what you do. You just see in general how your comedic sense, comedic timing, expressions, acting, writing. How is it getting better with each video? Yeah. And obviously, you'll have a few videos which are not great. One video will do very well. And... uh, then you feel yeah. good and then next video may not do that well. It's like an up and down thing, but you just get better overall. Yeah. The bigger picture, you've improved quality wise also.
0: And it's sometimes you don't know how you improved, but uh, in the long run, just say you've been doing videos for like seven years and seven years later, you look at the video you did in your first or second year, and then you're like, oh shit, I've come a long way and you don't notice it until you, you know, put it like once you put it into perspective where you compare, you start comparing and stuff like that. Adil, and uh, I like, I just, I'll just i just cut you sorry? off for
1: a second here. Yeah. I like how you said 7 years but I'll just tell you, 1 year 1 year is enough. If huh. you look at what you did 1 year back, maybe your thing is not that old yet, but if I look at what I've done 1 year back, I can actually tell you I've gotten better at this.
0: Yeah, even I can tell you because uh, like I said bro the YouTube days were golden, this is just whatever comes after golden bro because I genuinely loved your content on YouTube Okay, here's a question: uh, If you could collaborate with your favorite content creator, or if you had if you had a chance to collaborate with a content creator, who would it be? Like anyone?
1: It's a very tough. Tough question. But uh, <laughs> so many people, man. Um, like I've always wanted to be a part of Naveen Richards' sketches. Like I feel mm-hmm. his expressions are too good. They're out of this world. So, like, mm-hmm. collaborate meaning, like, mm-hmm. I probably, like, want to work under him. I don't even think I'm good enough to collaborate with him or something. But, uh, but like, yeah, if you say...
0: Like a dream dream, dream collab, collab.
1: like Yeah, I mean, probably Naveen or maybe Ryan Higa from the US. Right now, he's, he's like, his channel is, like, down. He's, like, uh, working on other stuff. But I, I really want people... Like, I really uh, feel bad that his content is not booming. Like, it should he's very underrated even to this day after having 20 million yeah. subscribers so if yeah. i get a chance to like be a part of a video with him that'll be insane yeah. and obviously our main man danish Seth who's also killed it this year i mean i'd love to work with him sometime. oh yeah that'll be amazing
0: and uh okay what's your opinion on uh, this one content creator niharika nm or NM? right Do, yeah you watch her stuff
1: yeah, actually I've been following Anna for a while now. She's I used to watch her from her YouTube days. So I don't know if many people yeah. are aware but like she has a YouTube channel. So a lot of people got to know her.
0: She was like in a few Jordan Indian videos and all that right?
1: Yeah, so actually a lot of people got to know her through Jordan Indian but yeah. she actually has her own channel, okay? Mm. So, I used to watch that. And I used to find her hilarious. She's very relatable and uh, very Banglorean. I met her mm-hmm. at one fest. As a fan, I clicked a picture with her and all that stuff. Yeah.
0: Bro, because I see a lot of her in you. Like, she's like uh, the female counterpart to your uh, content. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> she, like, like genuinely. Because you talk about relatable stuff for our age. She'll be talking about a lot of relatable stuff for our age. And people a little older also. Mm. And she puts, like, the... Like, the feminine, like, what girls go through, right? Like, yeah. you put a lot of things what people in general and guys go through. Because you're a guy. So, you know, you'll talk from a guy's perspective. Right. And she does the same with, uh, like, from the female perspective. And I feel like I see a lot of your stuff, like, in her. Like, wow. you know, <laughs> in terms of... Like, yeah, NM's, yeah, like, no, it Just remind me of you.
1: Oh, that's crazy. Because, like, NM's, like, main thing is, like, I feel her expressions. Yeah. That's what may- cracks people up. And obviously the topic she goes for. But like, I actually used to thoroughly enjoy her sketches on YouTube. Then mm. Her cameos in Jordanian were too good. Like yeah. She used to steal the show a lot of times. Yeah. So now she's gotten popular on Instagram. Which is, I think she's like mm. in one of those places again where probably want to put out long videos, but short videos are doing well, so why not? So why I why mean, not they're too. funny, for yeah. sure. But i exactly. definitely wa- like to watch her longer videos.
0: Okay, Sharon, let's bring this home. It was great having you on the podcast. Um, I'm obviously going to link your stuff down below. And I hope to see you or I actually want to see you do a lot more this year. I'm genuinely rooting for you. And uh, yeah, bro, all the best. Thank you again for hopping on the podcast. You know, I know we had a few uh, issues here and there with uh, <clears throat> technical stuff. But uh, thanks for hopping on. Anything else you want to add?
1: I just want to say thank you for having me on the podcast so like I said in the beginning itself nobody calls me for podcasts because I don't even know why (laughs) so it was great Uh, no one uh, asks for my opinions like this so it felt nice to speak up and uh, it was
0: great having you
1: yeah and you're a very good uh, very good uh, host like I think you ask very good questions and you listen that's something which a lot of people don't have we don't know how to listen. (laughs) <laughs> so you know how to listen so that's that's an awesome quality man keep it up
0: I, bro i love listening more than talking
1: i want to see this podcast explode as well oh for sure and i want to see it on youtube also someday
0: <laughs> oh one day bro hopefully and i want to have you on that time also and yes, uh, now we're recording it virtually like from our own houses but uh hopefully the next time i have you on like i want to have you on like for sure again uh you know in time but next time I want to have you like in person have a face to face convo and like it was great talking to you bro
1: Same man I just you just summed up my thoughts <laughs> This was amazing
0: <laughs> All right guys that is it uh, my name is Adil Narosharan Subramanyam and this is the open slate and until next time